0: Hey, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. This is Tim with the Uncomfortable Truth Podcast. First and foremost, I am so happy to see that it is growing. So thank you for listening and thank you for sharing. That's really the only way that anything can grow is that, you know, you plant the seed and then someone helps spread the seed out there and God will bring the increase. So that's my way of looking at it. So it is greatly appreciated that Each and every one of you, if you listen to it, if you like it, share it and let's move on. Um, I wanted to talk about living as children of light, as difficult as that is to be at times. Um, But we this is something, especially with all this going on in the world that we have to be mindful of. Um, The Bible says in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you're still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. He he who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work, doing something useful with his own hands, that he may have something to share with those in need. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, and that it may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption." Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God gave, forgave you. Be imitators of God. Therefore, as dearly loved children, live a life of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. So we can go on and on with that one, but um, in light of what's happening, I think we, if we're children of God, we have to keep that in mind. It doesn't mean that you take abuse. It doesn't mean that we turn a blind eye to what's really going on in the streets and in the world, but we know that we're in the world, but we're not of the world. So a lot of people are going to be reacting for a couple years. Everything's out, you're in the flesh, you know, (laughs) but they're looking at things from a just a natural um, perspective, not allowing the spirit of God to lead and direct their decisions. So when you're just being led, well, as the Bible says, those that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh and they that are after the spirit do mind the things of the spirit, which makes sense. So it's whatever is your master, whatever's controlling you, that's what you're going to go with. So if you're always... Um, you know, led away by your your flesh, then if your your flesh or if your carnal mind tells you to do something, then, you know, that's what you're going to do because you're normally following that. But if you're a person that is normally sensitive to the Holy Spirit and you're reading the Word and you're getting a relationship uh, with God, then, you know, you're going to lean more toward that. So it really does come down to You know, who you're listening to, who your your God is, because we can, you know, because even the world, people in the world say they want to thank God. But we know that that can't be the God of the Bible. Right. So uh, different award shows and different things that these platforms that have been built up don't really glorify God. Right. But everybody says thank God. So it's kind of like a a formal term. But I just want to want to bring all that to say this. Be imitators of God. Like like the scripture says, Ephesians 5, you know, therefore, as dearly loved children and live a life of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. But among you, there must not be even a hint. You know, I ain't going to go there with y'all today, but that's the lesson we have to learn to move past our feelings because there's going to be misunderstandings. There's going to be trials, tribulations. This is nothing new. He said in this world, we would have trouble. And surely we have a lot of trouble, but we know that we have a saving grace. And so when it comes down to making decisions politically, locally, whatever it is, we have to keep in mind that our decision must come from a spiritual perspective, not from man's wisdom of enticing words, right? So we have to make sure that we check the spirit behind whoever's talking to us. So, cause of course we got elections coming up. Personally, I think Trump probably still gonna be there. And a lot of people, I got into a whole argument, you know, with one of my elders. And because I had commended Trump for something that he did, which was good. You know, as far as this whole vaccine, this is early on. Um, but nevertheless, but I'm not blinded behind this his I mean this guy, I mean clearly I don't think he's like a saint, but can God use anybody? Yeah, absolutely. God, I mean and not and again, that comes from knowing the Bible. You know, I've seen the type of people that God used. Do I think this is like a, you know, God sent Trump down from heaven? Uh, no. Do I think he's anointed? You know, I mean, I mean, what do I know? But what I can say is that if God chooses to use him for his purposes, he can, just like he can use anyone else. And so, you know, that would be hypocritical. If I looked at my own life and my own circumstances, I would say, well, I'm also not qualified, right? You also are not qualified. Um, But it's, his will at this point for him to be in this position. How this is going to pan out, we're going to see, but the earth is the Lord's, right? So it's not mine, it's not yours. And when we come to making decisions, I don't know why I'm talking about politics, but I guess this is on the way. It just may be because the mindset, everybody's just so, um, it's like people just think that Trump is the ending, end all and the beginning. He's the beginning and the end of all the problems for black people. Excuse me. is that? And that's not the case. Like, this this racism and this police brutality, all these different things we've been dealing with been going on well before him. He happens to be the face there now. And it was going on even when Obama was in office. If we keep it real, right? Because I don't consider... I don't think crime went down, did it? And if it did, let me know. But I know in Chicago, where he from, it was definitely... They popping. It's rocking over there, right? <laughs> it's still rocking over there. Um, and I don't know what... what I don't know. Again, I don't really follow him like that. I have seen what I've seen in the regular mainstream media, but I don't know that he was just on this crusade to end deaths of you know black folks. I don't know. Now maybe maybe I'm missing something because I try not to pay attention to him or any other politician to that degree. But I don't recall any mainstream coverage of any him going into the hoods himself. Or sending a team of successful black um, entrepreneurs and people, developers into these neighborhoods to help them develop their mindset and also actually develop the area and the land to give opportunities to really use that platform and his voice as a respective voice being half black. Right. So I haven't seen that. I've seen him at different functions for the, you know, LGBT, things like that. I've seen him do that and to make sure that they got their voice right now. That's all I know. That's the uncomfortable truth about that. So being black folks does not mean or quote unquote black, you know, I'm not getting into all of that technical terms today. Doesn't mean that you get a vote, right? Just because you have black skin or you've always been used to getting the vote, right? Because the uncomfortable truth about it is that these things are already decided. I believe that on a local level, yes, you you play a very crucial role in who gets to be elected. But for something on this level, who's running this country, it would behoove you to think that that's just happenstance, right because if they really didn't want you there you would be dead just like any other leader that was really rising up to help the black people and it's even confirmed the cia you know at least they have disclosed a lot of information about the whole death of martin luther king um, of course malcolm x you know this stuff is not you know it just doesn't just happen right so if you were really about that life of helping black folks to that degree most likely you would have gotten taken out of there. So, I digress. In every decision that we make as children of light, we have to consult God, not our flesh, not whether we like this one or that one, because it ain't about what we like. If you're following the things of the Spirit, then whatever the Spirit tells you to do, that's what you're going to do. And if what someone is, if you're dealing with a situation where you're stuck. You're at a crossroads. Is what they're saying reflecting the God that you serve? Is their morals and what they, you know, they've just got to line up just like that. Just like if you're getting advice from your friends and yeah, you may have a certain position on something, but when you're listening to them, are they giving you God? or Are they giving you them? Now, there's a time and place for everything. You don't want nobody hitting you with scriptures all the time. You just want to have a regular conversation. But when it comes down to the end, you know, at the end of the day, like if somebody's asking me if I'm having uh, relationship problems, and I'm like, okay, hey, should I get divorced? And they'd be like, yeah, okay. Now, you know that God said he hates divorce, right? Yes, it happens. I've been divorced. It happens. But you have to automatically assume that this person is obviously speaking from their flesh, right? They're definitely not speaking from the perspective of God. Like God probably wouldn't have said, yes, that fast, you know, for fornication. But even then, right? But you still have a choice. He preferred not. So that's just a little example. So, but we can apply that principle in all areas. And that's where I want to leave it for today. Just so y'all know, this took me about, I don't know, 15, uh, 15 tries to do today. And it was probably because I'm delirious. I woke up like four o'clock, but it's important that I stay consistent and keep trying to share the word of God in the way that he's given it to me to give to you guys and to encourage myself because we first have to preach to ourselves right we gotta be the first partaker of the word so i just preached myself today and i'm happy about it anyway you can go check out my book the uncomfortable truth it's available for free depending on well if you're listening to this within the next seven days of this well we guess we got five days left five days left of this promotion which is on amazon so you can get your free copy uh, otherwise, it's $6.18, so $6.18. After that, uh, the paperback is eleven eleven, very affordable, but you can check that out. And I have a podcast, uh, excuse me, uh, a blog, excuse me. So I'll be writing on my blog on TimNightUnlimited.com. I'm just trying to be busy this year, trying to end this year on the right foot, working on a new movie. So any support that you have, that's where that will go. Um, I was, before this whole quarantine, I had a, one movie is really good. It's called Do Not Disturb. So I'm going to make that happen. So any contribution toward that is dope. And if not, that's fine. But send me what you're working on as well. So if you're doing books, whatever it is you're doing, I'm going to support what you're doing. Is that's, it's unity. It's one spirit, right? One Lord, one faith, one baptism. So... That's it. I'm out. I feel like I talk way too much today, but I pray that you are blessed by it. And you guys have a great day and a good rest of the week. If I don't come back on here, which I probably will be. All right. Peace.